Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary BGW, void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus we've all spent more time with family lately it can feel like old times but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it at sandy spring bank we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management trust services and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. Hello, listener, and welcome. On this one, we're going to be talking about starter squads, starter players. Now we have some ratings and we can make a decent judgment on the new players that are going to be effective. We've already done a How to Start Foot 22 pod. Two, in fact, if you're a supporter, you can check those out. The one thing that we wanted to go into more depth on, though, actually, was squad battles. And on this pod, we have a former number one in the world squad battles player who's going to talk us through his advice and we'll give ours two. The other thing that we've had, and this was actually after the recording, is content pitch notes and our old friend Jamie Foot Economist appearing on EA's stream. So there are a few things to mention that you may have missed around that. But for now, you're listening to the Foot Weekly podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from and made possible by the pod's patron supporters. So the summary of the content pitch notes, I'm not going to mention anything that we know from previous years and was likely to stay the same. Things like the fact there are four types of icon. Um, We know about that. And um, I don't want to waste people's time by going through it again. So I'll just focus on the things that are new to the game. And I'll start with the early access content. During early access, you'll find the following. An untradeable 80 to 84 rated player pick and a 10 game lone team of the week player earned by early access objectives. Team of the Week 1 will be in packs as well as the first featured Team of the Week item of Foot 22. More on that later. It's a new thing. Limited time early access live foot friendly where you can compete for pack rewards and the first one to watch player available via SBC. So we move into ones to watch. I think the key thing here is that there's going to be an additional mini release on the Sunday as well as the 11 players in packs on the Fridays. They're also adding a upgrade to one to watch players, which I think I mentioned before 
when they've won five out of their next 10 domestic games starting from October the 1st, they'll receive a inform boost. And actually, one of the things that they're specifically mentioning here is improving performance-based upgrades. And that refers to their saying player of the month, man of the match, and team of the week, which makes a lot of sense. It's something we've talked about before. They've only mentioned what they're going to do with the team of the week, though. And here they're going to add a featured team of the week item. And this is essentially a double upgrade for certain players or, or one player each week. In the example they've used, it's actually Bellingham because it needs to be a player, they've said, who's 80 rated or below. So they'll go up to an 82 or 83 and then on to an 84 or 85 just in one week. So it's a pretty big boost and should make for some competitive players. And they can pick that player. So they'll probably pick someone who's quite effective within the team of the week and really would benefit from the upgrade. So that's quite exciting. It's good to see them doing that, of course. I think we've talked about it before on the pod. Apart from that, there's actually not too much new to mention. Preview packs confirmed as being only the premium gold packs and premium silver packs. And it's going to be on a 24-hour refresh timer, as we'd expect. Apart from that, I don't think there's too much else to add. It looks like heroes are going to have other versions across the course of the cycle, but that actually is written as maybe or may have. So it doesn't seem like it's definite, but that'll be interesting if that happens. The one thing I would also say is one-time FIFA point transfers from FIFA 21 to 22 are confirmed to work. So if you have FIFA points on FIFA 21 or you're wanting to save time when you go on early access by preloading them on 21 and transferring them over, then you can do that. Just make sure you don't skip the screen which allows you to do that because it's a one-time opportunity essentially. Uh, I think I'm done rambling on about those content pitch notes. Do check them out. There's some information there as well about scheduling of when you get your want to watch pack, that kind of thing if you want to see that. Uh, I think it's linked rather than in that actual article but could be worth a look. Right, rambled on long enough. Let's get into the podcast. Hello and welcome. We don't have our regular japes. He couldn't make this one but we do have plenty of regulars who've been casting a keen eye on the recent player ratings and the first one is esports commentator Richard Buckley. How are we doing Rich? Hello, how are we? I'm doing uh, very well, thank you, Ben. Very, uh, very excited for FIFA 22 right around the corner, and uh, can we taking a few tips down uh, for a few starter squads potentially? Yeah, definitely, and we'll get some squad battles tips. I think from our next guest after his previous performances in squad battles, someone who does it all in the world of foot. It's Matt Foot Trading. Hello, welcome back. Thank you very much, Ben. You know, I don't like to talk about my my first in the world squad battles <laughs> achievement from last year, but yes, I did achieve it. first in the world squad battles last year. So uh, I'll see how many times <laughs> I can fit that into the pod when we're talking about squad battles this week. We shall see. And uh, we also have with us, as uh, we've often had, but uh, not so much just recently, um, Hubert. Hello, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be back. It's been a little while, but uh, looking forward to getting back into the swing of things with FIFA 22. Yeah, great to have you back on. I didn't introduce you, top 100-ish FIFA player and someone who's created some very useful tutorials over the course of FIFA 21. Let's get into talking about ratings then. There are some out there people may have seen quite a lot actually now. And some in-game stats, though apparently not particularly reliable or may not be reliable. The key thing is though we can see the face card stats and that does give us an indication of who's going to be effective, especially in the early period. Now, we will, I think, almost be calling this a bit of a pre-release pound-for-pound powerhouse, the players that we think are going to be great value at the start. They're going to be, of course, maybe more expensive or definitely more expensive than they might be later in the cycle. Um, But some of these may be slightly overlooked. We're going to look to start with at combinations of players that you can use together, which would get chemistry. You know, how you can have three players strong linked to left back, centre mid, centre back and get full chem, um, that sort of thing. So uh, start us off, Hugh. Who would you put forward here? Yeah, so... 
Paulinha and Anderson Taliska have both moved from the Chinese league to the Saudi league, so that'll be a really nice strong link. There's some other good players in that league too as well, like uh, Ever Benega, Abubakar, um, Musa Morega, some of these players who are kind of in like Liga Nos. Um, but yeah, there's some there's some decent looking players, but really just nice strong link, and it gets you the link into probably the cheapest new foot hero, um, that Al Jaber striker card. Two-star weak foot, three-star skills, I believe, or maybe the other way around. Um, but otherwise, the stats look really good, and they'll probably be really cheap. So if you really just want to get a foot hero as soon as possible, I think it'll be a really nice link to work that in. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I mean, Dempsey, maybe you could say the same thing for, although I feel like the leak and also his card is going to just be a bit more desirable, isn't it? So maybe not so cheap. But the point being, of course, for those who don't know, foot heroes do link with every player in the league as a strong link. So that is going to be pretty helpful for squad building. Uh, let's move on to you, Matt. Who are you going to go for here? Um, so I've just got a little right mid to right back combination for you know the four five one. Um, I think a lot of people are going to use this uh, next year, but it is Quadrado and Chiesa from uh, from Juventus mm. or Piemonte Calcio, as they will be in uh, FUT22. Um, both 83 rated, according to the news that we've had. Chiesa with a big upgrade uh, off the back of his Euro 2021 success. Uh, 91 pace, 85 dribbling, 81 shooting, four-star skills, four-star weak foot. Um, he looks incredible and is definitely someone I'm going to be looking to get in. And then obviously Quadrado at right back. He's had a nice little boost this year, a plus two to an 83, uh, getting a pace boost to a 90. He's also had some nice defending boosts, good physical boosts. And obviously that uh, that five-star skills as well should be quite interesting. If you wanted to maybe convert him into a right midfielder or a right winger in game, I think he's, he's a good option. Um, but yeah, if you're going for some other... Uh, sort of more triangle related options. I would definitely look at Atletico Madrid players as well because there's mm. there's so many options you've got this year with some really nice boosts. You've got DePaul as well. He's transferred there. Uh, obviously, Jao Felix, Correa, Carrasco, and obviously that uh, Marcus Llorente, who a lot of people have been hyping up on the socials as well. So um, yeah, some good attacking options there uh, for your starter squads. Yeah, that's a good point actually. That Correa... The Argentine right mid, now a striker. That looks like a, a very good card, actually. Yeah, all the stats that matter for an attacker. He's uh, had some really nice boosts in. Yeah, he's one of those players as well, because he's not got 90 plus pace or near 90 pace. He might be a little bit overlooked, if you like, I think. And although he's an 83 rated, so he might be a bit rarer, he might not be the cheapest. I like those players that, yes, you might have to cough up for a hunter card, but because he's already got good dribbling and his physicals are good, and his passing looks solid as well. You put a hunter on him and he, you know, should be high nineties pace and also, you know, low nineties shooting. Mm. Depending on his stats, you know, in game stats, it could be a really threatening card and we'll expect him to have, you know, four star, four star, you'd think. Um, so that's pretty good. Richard, let's move on to you. Who are you gonna put forward here? Uh, I'm going back to uh to Serie A, to be honest. Um like mm. Matt did, I think the Serie A this year it's going to be one of the cheaper leagues. I think there's a lot of emphasis on the Premier League and Ligan specifically with the, the players that brought in the transfers. So I think Serie A is going to go a little bit under the radar. Uh, and in particular, Roma. Um, there's a lot of really nice Roma players, or should I say Roma FC. <laughs> Mkhitaryan, 83 rated, uh, 85 pace, 8 shooting, 83 dribbling. He's usually got pretty good weak, start, uh, weak foot and skill moves as well. Huge boost on Spinozola. Who, who 
had a, a fantastic Euros, obviously got injured. And um, Vatut as well, a player that's definitely gone under the radar. All stats on his face card above 75. 81 rated CDM. He's just going to be that player that just sits in the middle of the park. He's going to be super cheap because no one's buying Vatut in the first couple of weeks of the game. Uh, French as well, so he's got those good links for you. Um, I think the Serie A in particular, there's a lot of really cheap, good players that are going to cost a fraction of the price. And if they had a Premier League badge next to him, they will be two, three times more expensive. So Serie A in particular and, and Roma, uh, I'm going to keep my own. Yeah, I think with the Ronaldo going, it's less of an aspirational league. But don't forget, we are getting Serie A player of the month in FIFA 22 for the first time. So that should uh, spice things up a bit. And uh, I guess there are still some very good sort of mid-range players. I mean, at the start, they're going to be some of the better players. Someone like Theo Hernandez, 84 rated, has had a pretty sizable upgrade. Hewan looks really, really strong. Yeah, he does look really good. Certainly someone who can probably play, you know, fullback or centre-back if you switch to three at the back. Although I was just looking at the pitch notes again uh, yesterday and I was seeing that um, medium defensive work rate will also impact positioning at centre-back as well as a non-centre-back playing centre-back. So just something to be aware of. Someone like Theo Hernandez is a fullback and has medium defensive work rate, so might not work as well at centre-back as you would think. But hopefully that encourages more of a variety of you know actual centre-backs being used. Uh, but yeah, he, he has some great links, especially like Tamori, that strong link, obviously is going to be really good. They have a lot of good centre-backs. I mean, Skriniar, Koulibaly, Ivan Cordoba, new foot hero. Um, so a lot of good options in Syria that I think go a little under the radar. Yeah, I mean, people will know about Tomori, won't they? Because he was a pacey centre-back in Serie A last year. But he's got a small pace upgrade to 82 and still lowish rated. I think it's 79 and uh, has a defensive upgrade too. So, yeah, it looks very good. But interestingly, there have been some really big pace upgrades to defenders. I mean, Spinozola, a great example of this, left-back, went from 78 pace to 92 pace. And I think another, I mean, really obvious example would be Pepe, the centre-back, who now has 80 pace. A huge upgrade as well. This does seem to be a general trend. I mean, Hugh, I know you watch a lot of football. Did you see Pepe play last season and think, ah, oh, he needs to be one of the fastest centre-backs in FIFA 22? Yeah, I mean, he, he did have a good season last year. I mean, uh, Porto upset Juventus in the Champions League. But I think watching the Euros with the centre-back pairing of Pepe and Ruben Diaz, I wouldn't say that Pepe was 20 FIFA stat points in pace faster than Ruben Diaz, but maybe they have seen some stats that I'm not aware of, but I, w I couldn't imagine 38 year old Pepe being quite that fast. Usually as soon as someone hits even 30 EA sends their pace down 10, 15 points every year. It feels like, I mean, Messi's almost approaching where Pepe is this year. So um, certainly an interesting choice, mm. but hopefully again, you know, just give some diversity in the game. It would have been nice for Ruben Diaz to be a little bit better, but maybe, Liga Nos this year, a little more desirable. They didn't get many promo cards last year, so maybe there's going to be a little more focus. I know they're now partnered with Porto and Benfica. Um, you know, EA partnered with those clubs, so maybe we'll see a little more Liga Nos content. Yeah, well, I hope so, actually. And I've got a triangle from that league to bring you here because it isn't Pepe I'm looking at as my pacey centre-back. It's actually a centre-back with one more pace in Lucas Verissimo. He's brand new to foot this year. He's 26 odd, I think, but he's never been in foot because he's always played in the Brazilian league. But he has 81 pace, 80 defending, and 79 physical at 79 rated. He's six foot two, so not short. 
may not be the most mobile or good on the ball, but I think he's still going to be very competent. You've got a link to left back, Grimaldo, also at Benfica. 87 pace, 81 passing, 83 dribbling, 74 defending, 71 physical. Sounds like he could be expensive, but he's actually got a downgrade overall rating-wise to 82, which is going to make him more affordable. And the final part of this, the midfielder, is definitely going to be affordable. Gedson Fernandez is a non-rare. You might remember his Europa road to the final that he had. This actually has pretty good stats for a 77 rated, 79 pace, 70 shooting, 75 passing, 80 dribbling, 71 defending, and 75 physical. Likely to have high, high work rates and also uh, is 5'11", so decent size. And I think that trio should be really cheap should be really effective and Brazilian, Portuguese, Spanish, they should be quite linkable generally. The other players that I want to bring up, it's actually a perfect link between two Dutch players for Ajax and one of them, very pacey centre-back again, 83 pace on a 75 rated centre-back called Timber, 75 dribbling, 75 defending, 79 physical. So really good dribbling on him, especially for a 75 rated and the player to link him with, the perfect link, is Graven Birch, who's had a really good upgrade. 77 pace, 74 shooting, 77 passing, 82 dribbling, 68 defending, and 71 physical on him. So the two of them together are great, but there are also quite a few other Ajax players that you could link in. Kudos with his 88 pace. That looks great as well, really fairly well-rounded, and a lot of options there. But in terms of pacey centre-backs, there really is one king this year, right? Yes, uh, we've seen it all over Twitter. People are already getting terrified. It's that uh, that Lacroix, uh, the French centre-back. 79 rated, 80 defending, 77 physical. Sounds all right, doesn't it? Until you see his pace, which is 88 as a centre-back. Um, you know, could this be the year where we actually see the centre-back at full-back meta instead of the full-back to <laughs> centre-back? I don't know. Um 88 pace on a centre-back. And you've got Klosterman as well in that league, which is 85 pace. And Babu um, at right back linking to Lacroix. Yeah, and Babu strong links. You know, And you've got that um, that uh, Castile in, uh, in goal now, 86 rated. So you've got mm. really, really good uh, linkable keepers as well. But I, I just find it fascinating how in every one of the top six leagues, you know, we'll include Liga Nos now. I don't think it's just the top five leagues. I think we say top six. You've got multiple 80 plus pace options at centre-back in all of those leagues. So I think the the squad building variety is going to be really quite, quite some in this year at the start of the game. I don't think there's any really standout league that everyone's going to go for. I think, you know, all the squads I've seen, people have been saying, right, you know, Liga Nos could come in with the, the defence, but now you've got the Bundesliga options. We've obviously got very strong options in La Liga, especially with Ede Militao. Serie A, multiple options. A lot of people talking about Tomori and all that. And the, and the Prem, you know, we're still going to have all the all the popular Prem players with Joe Gomez, Varane, uh, that Ben Godfrey that was announced with 83 pace. So, yeah, I'm I'm loving yeah. it. I think it's it's going to be a very very unique start to the year with uh, how people run their teams, and I'm all for it. Yeah, it always happens, Matt, doesn't it? We saw it with the Klosterman last year. They may be you know seven, eight, nine, ten, maybe even more thousand coins, mm. but give it a month and they'll be pretty affordable. 
I think the the variety this year will help prices because yeah, as soon yeah, as yeah. you know one league becomes expensive, you've got five other leagues of players, and I don't think it's it's physically possible to have every single one of these leagues be premium prices at the start. I think as soon as one league gets a little bit more hyped, people are going to shift over to other leagues. That's going to lower the prices of of various players. So I think it's going to help a lot of people in their squad building at the start because no one's going to be just rushing towards, as you say, like a Klosterman um, this Mm. year. Uh, It's going to be a lot more widespread. Um, And we've got Mm. to remember these cards that we're talking about, a lot of them are quite low rated. You know, they're, you know, for the most part around that 80 rating, a little bit lower. So there's a lot of potential for, you know, a 10K price range maximum. If people do push it up to that 10K price range, expecting a range update, we're going to have a lot of situations like last year where the range gets updated and in the end, the price actually comes down below the original range because of the mass supply and all that. So I think, yeah, I'd be I'd be expecting most of these guys to be quite cheap with the, the low ratings and just the amount of options that we've got to go for. Yeah, and someone who was mentioned in the foot 21 podcast wrap-up episode we did as the best value SBC was that showdown with Kleiber. Now, the player that came at the same time as that as part of the showdown was Marlon. And I think, Richard, you were going to actually mention him because he got a transfer to Dortmund, didn't he? Yeah, Daniel Marlon looks looks really nice, to be honest. Um, there's a few Dortmund players that are sort of catching my eye. Uh, Emre Chan's got mm. a really nice, well-rounded card. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 78 pace, 78 shooting, 78 passing, 80 dribbling, 84 defending, 87 physical. Like That, that will be an mm. expensive player off the rip, but... I'm sure he'll it'll sort of come down. Um, you got Jude Bellingham. He'll be expensive because he's a sort of a high sort of uh, high priority target for a lot of people. But even the non rares, like um, you've got Schultz at left back, um, Rainer, the uh, the American. If, if you're going like super budget in your midfield, and and if you have got the coins to splash. You've got an 88 early Haaland. I think wit's going to be very important. Um, so having players out wide, having maybe a, a focal point in your attack is going to be the way to go. Um, just you were talking about centre-backs. For me, I, I'll probably put points on start of the game. Um, there's two in particular that are, are catching my eye. And it's Kimpembe and Marquinhos. Mm. Both over mm. 80 pace. Um, 81 pace each. They've got really nice defensive and physical as well. You get the PSG links and arguably the best two nations to link off with as well. Brazil on one side, France on the other. You can go into Phil and Mendy. You can go into uh, La Liga if you wanted to with Kimpembe on Marquinhos' side. You've got the Brazilian links. Maybe try and get um, a Neymar in off chemistry potentially. Um, those two real nice upgrades um, across the board. So uh, they're going to be expensive. Um, Mike Quinn also put 87 rated, Kimpembe 83. But if you have got sort of the the coins to splash, I think those two are going to be players that aren't going to be replaced quickly as well. You could probably keep those two in your team till team of the year, mm. realistically. Um, yeah, yeah. And we've got Varane <laughs> to come it. as well. I think 82 pace on Varane from the Prem. So he's going to be another one that's going to be a super premium player, but 80 plus pace category centre-back. Yeah, and talking about players in that category, Denier looks ridiculously good. 83 pace, 81 defending, 81 physical, and also 71 dribbling. So he's going to be all right on the ball. I think decent passing as well. So that could be a player that's well worth a look. And I think on that, 
I wanted to ask you about another ridiculous looking league gun player, Richard, but we'll do that after the break. We'll be back in a second. Hello, a big announcement. There's 24,000 FIFA points to be won over on the Patreon. If you're not already a supporter, fancy supporting the pod, keeping it going, it's just £3 a month, which is the same cost as a rare consumable pack, and you'll get another podcast every week, double the podcast content, giveaways, competitions, plenty going on in the supporter community too. You can get that over at bit.ly slash podpoints22. So that's bit.ly slash podpoints22. You can also just search for Weekly Patron. A huge thank you for listening to this and a huge thank you if you do decide to support and to those, of course, already supporting. Let's get back into the pod. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. So, getting back into it after the break, the player I was going to mention, the young player who looks ridiculous, is Renato Sanchez. He's an 80 rated. He has 84 pace, 84 dribbling, 74 shooting, 72 defending, 77 passing, and 84 physical. Triple 84s there, uh, Richard. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I think the, the big thing that I'm sort of picking up for a lot of these players, Renato Sanchez looks incredibly well rounded, is they look. When you build a starter team, typically you're using it for like two, three weeks, get that first weekend league, and then you pretty much scrap it and build a better team. Whereas a lot of these players that mm. we're talking about now, if they sort of they're quick enough and the defensive and the physical is there, these are long term players. Like you're able to pick these players up and keep them for a long period of time because the pace is there. Um, the one mm. thing I know you're talking about with who is how important is it actually going to be to play centre backs at centre back? Because I'll be experimenting. I'll be bringing in Kyle Walker at centre back. I'll be playing these players at centre back just to see do you actually feel a downgrade? Um, that's mm. going to be the big thing um, with all these centre backs we've talked about. Like you've got right backs like Reese James, who've got eighty pace that can probably. Uh, certainly quick enough physical and defensive enough to do it but are they going to feel a lot worse um so potentially before you splash the cash on i don't know an Eddie Miller tower 83 pace just have a just have a little look around and see how interesting it is these fullbacks at center back do they feel a lot worse do they feel really bad uh, i'm not advocating fullbacks at center back i'm just saying <laughs> coins are premium at the start of the game and Eddie Miller tower is going to be like over 100k just be wary before you purchase. Yeah, no, very good point. And we should probably move on to some of the more higher rated players. I feel like a lot of the discussion revolves around, you know, this player should be higher rated than this player, which is all just a little bit irrelevant because you've got the international reputation, which adds overall ratings and various other factors, including the in-game stats, certain ones are weighted much higher, that sort of thing. So I don't really want to get into all that, but there are certain top players that need to mention. The Goretzka being the first standard regular gold card with Hullet gang stats so all 80 plus across the board 87 rated and another Bundesliga upgrade the Haaland I mean he's got 89 pace 91 shooting 88 physical only the 80 dribbling and 65 passing I know 
that you're someone Hugh, who likes to use maybe players that aren't so meta if you can and certainly doesn't do say as many skill moves as some competitive players might do uh, but do you think Haaland is someone that you could actually pick up and use? Yeah I'm certainly interested by him I think I used his base gold card last year and really didn't like it just felt so clunky but obviously he's been massively improved um I think it's just one of those things where you have to know what you're getting yourself into and like adjust accordingly so don't play the ball into feet and have him try to you know do some fancy turn and beat a man like you need to like use him on the counter play him into space you know where he has time to run in kind of straight lines um use him for his heading his kind of like a target man as someone to play off of so i definitely think at least from what we've heard and seen that he could have more use this year so i definitely want to try at least strikers like him i don't know if i'll be willing to make the financial commitment to him early on just because of how much coins can be at a premium but um certainly someone or players like him um I'm trying to think of someone who might be somewhat similar. I guess you could say Lukaku, but he'll probably be a similar price. But some of those taller strikers that maybe in past years weren't very good um, could be worth giving a shot to this year. I think it's worth mentioning that with with players like Haaland that are very, very, very hyped up and they're not necessarily people that would typically fit the meta of the previous year, I think it's worth just noting how it can be quite risky going in on these very, very hyped players at the start when people are still figuring out the meta. Take last year's Haaland, for example. On release day last year, uh, he was around about the 100,000 coin mark. And then within a week of release, he'd lost about half of his value um, because Mm. people would realise... Maybe he doesn't fit the meta. Maybe he's a bit too clunky with the low agility balance, that kind of thing. Um, So I think it's something to be wary about because I think, you know, this year, 88 rated Haaland, 89 pace, 91 shooting, 88 physical. He's very, very attractive. But obviously if he does have three-star weak foot, three-star skills like last year, and if he does feel clunky, I think he's someone that could lose a lot of value very, very quickly if he doesn't fit the meta. Um, so I think that's just something to to bear in mind when you're, you know, going for these sort of higher end, very, very hyped players is that if they don't fit the meta perfectly, like the Neymars and Bappes probably will, they could lose value quite quickly. And uh, with coins being yeah. very vital early on, it's worth just uh, keeping an eye on that. Yeah, definitely. It's a good point. And we should move on to some of the high-rated players we are going to discuss. And those are the new icons that have been confirmed. You've got Cafu, you have Van Persie and Casillas as well. Casillas, we can probably move on from pretty quickly. A small goalkeeper with not particularly great handling, even on his best card. It's not super exciting. Obviously a legend of the game and it's great to see him in there. But you know, unless the goalkeeper rewrite pulls out something that can help smaller keepers with not particularly good handling, then I don't see him being particularly popular from a goalkeeper perspective, maybe useful for some links here and there. Uh, Two players who maybe aren't so useful for links because they're actually quite similar to other players in the game in terms of their nation and position. Uh, We have Cafu, Brazilian right back, of course, and Van Persie, Dutch striker. And uh, Van Persie, I mean, people will be very familiar with, I'd imagine. Cafu perhaps less so. I mean, Cafu looks like a just a really decent, solid uh, right back. Good stats where you want them, and you know, not great shooting. So could be good. Same with Van Persie, actually. 
the stats on his three cards look decent. Pace, mid-80s, passing mid-80s. Uh, Lowish, 70s on the physical, very high shooting and dribbling around the 90s on all his cards. They're pretty similar cards, actually. What do you make of those, Hugh? I asked you about Haaland, but any more excitement about him? Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. Um, again, someone who kind of remains to be seen with his in-games, how he'll fit with the way the game plays, maybe not the most agile or highest balance. Looks like one that at least be fun to use. I think that they did a good job of at least giving us icons that have played fairly recently. So people are, will be excited to want to use them, even if they're not necessarily like the best icons you can get, at least players that like, if you packed them, you'd be like, all right, I'll give them a try. You know, no one looks bad or no one's like, why have they given him a card? So definitely worth looking into a player like RVP. Yeah. I think, I think he, if you're a United, if you're an Arsenal, Dutch, whatever it might be, if you're a fan of Van Persie, I think you'll you'll enjoy him. For me personally, I just think I hate to be negative because I really don't like being negative, but I just think we've got too many of this same build of icon. Like mm. we've got so many strikers who don't really have an outstanding weak foot or an outstanding skill move that aren't sort of, like, it's not blowing your socks off. It's not somebody who I want to get in my team straight away. Mm. Um, it doesn't really feel unique. Like, there's five or six different striker, fairly tall, like, physical strikers who can play in that, who have got a great shot, good pace, decent dribbling, but maybe lacking a, a weak foot, lacking a skill move. Um, so I think out of the, the icons that were released, I'm really, really excited for that fourth icon. Um, whoever it may be, mm. I think we'll get it released soon, very soon. Um, but a lot of people, from what I'm hearing, Wayne Rooney is the is the player that it, it potentially mm. is going to be. But also, I think De Stefano um, is um, he's in the database from what I understand as well. So it could be one of those two. I I'd highly doubt it's anybody other than one of those two. Um, mm. it's final final thing, just before the icon you were talking about players, Ben. Midfielders, Spain, La Liga, Lorente. Conversation finished. <laughs> Matt, what do you think to Cafu? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about Cafu or Carlos Alberto? Because I think they're exactly the same, aren't they, really? Uh, that is the thing, isn't it? There's no additional links there. It's maybe not as exciting for that reason. I guess he is going to be better on the ball. He's going to be smaller, more agile, better dribbling stats, I think. So there is that. But maybe, I know people think the same for Van Persie in some ways because he's one of many Dutch strikers who maybe aren't the fastest but have good shooting and decent dribbling and okay physical and good passing. But the one interesting thing about Van Persie is he's been two-star weak foot, but he's also been four-star weak foot. He's pretty much always been four-star skills, but I would say in his early career at Arsenal, he was known to be very, very skillful. He lost it a bit as he got older and became more efficient. But at the time, there weren't skill move ratings in FIFA. So it's possible he could actually still have a five-star skill item. It'll be interesting. The base item looks very good, actually. I think because you apply a hunter, he's going to have near maxed out shooting and pace anyway. And actually, that makes him pretty comparable to the prime, interestingly. If you look at those two cards in comparison, you're maybe only losing out really on the passing. And obviously, the base is going to be there from the start of the game. So he could be very, very effective early on, especially if he's four-star, four-star, that base item. But yeah, I think we are ready to move on to the final topic then, and that is squad battles tips, something that people are asking about. So, Matt, 
over to you. What is the key first tip that you give people? I think the main the main point when it comes to squad battles is just making sure you get that win on whatever difficulty you're playing on. Um, you know, if you're if you're playing on legendary and end up losing a game, it's much better to have played mm. on professional or world class, and you know, just get a one nil, two nil win because you'll get more points for for guaranteeing the win than getting a loss on higher difficulties. So I think that would be my my first go to play on a difficulty where you know you can uh, get a win say 90, 95% of the time. I think that's the that's the key first mm. and foremost. And then do you have any particular tactics that you would play against the AI that, or maybe gameplay related suggestions that are different to playing online? I think the first thing I would say is co-op massively helps. Um, having a friend online and just making those off the ball runs that the AI don't typically track is very very mm. key because i think when you're playing on your own you know we've already we've all experienced it how the ai might not move in a way that you might want might want uh you don't get those those runs in behind you don't get those runs out wide you don't maybe get the the overlapping fullbacks in some situations that kind of thing you don't get them coming to the ball as you might like so i think having a, a partner to, to play with that does make more dynamic runs does help catch the AI out. So if you want to play a, a through ball down the line, you can time it perfectly, you get one-on-one, -on -one, that kind of thing. Um, and also runs in the box. It does help having someone, you know, make that little bit of space for, for crosses and that kind of thing. So if you've got someone to play with, that would be a big help. In terms of other tactics, um, Having runners is very, very good against the AI, especially if you go one or two goals up when the AI does like to commit a few bodies forward. Having people that get in behind, especially out wide, will be very, very useful. Mm, that's a good point. I think my cynical tactic against the AI score battles has always just been to play uh, like a narrow formation and I mean, basically just play drop back <laughs> because the it's, it's really awkward, I find, to press the AI. Mm. They're pretty good at passing it around um, and uh, can end up wasting a lot of time. So I was just like, well, do you know what? I'm not going to bother just chasing around the AI the whole time. What I'll do is just drop back, play quite deep. And then I pretty much found that I could always get, you know, a three on two yep. cam striker, striker, center back, center back situation mm -hmm. going because they tended to commit their midfielders forward actually uh, in a way that you wouldn't necessarily see if you're playing online. Definitely. So I felt like that would be my top suggestion for any player who's kind of unsure about what tactics play against the AI and, and actually there are certain tactics I think like the 4-4-2 which can actually be quite a challenge to play against the AI which are quite normal to play mm -hmm. online so I think that is worth bearing in mind just uh, something like tight in the middle um, and with the option to get those overloads um, is going to be really good for you, I think. Yeah, definitely having a stacked midfield, I think is a really, really good tip just for allowing you to to get in and, and nick those balls uh, once in a while and then create counterattacks from that. That makes a lot of sense. I think sometimes when people are trying to optimize their squad battle points, they're really trying to focus on possession and shots and corners and goals. And if you're trying to focus on everything at once, it can kind of end up making you do nothing. Like if you're really just focusing on possession, then the next thing you know, like, it's halftime and you've only scored once and now you're trying to score like four goals and a half. So I'd say just try to get your goals first and then worry about everything else just because I think the goals are probably the most impactful thing for getting the points. So just get your goals, get a healthy lead, and then you can pass it around or do whatever else you need to. But 
you're just going to stress yourself out and get really fed up with a very tedious AI if you're just trying to like hold possession the whole game and then they inevitably win it back and they ticky-taka through your entire team. Um, so just save yourself some sanity and just don't take it too seriously. If you don't get exactly 60% possession or whatever, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's like a few points. So just try to have some fun and don't burn yourself out on the game with squad, squad battles after like two weeks. That's a great point. And uh, yeah, I think that's a good thing to highlight, isn't it? The key things are not conceding and scoring goals. And that's how you get most yeah, of the points. Yeah, it's, it's five goals, 10 shots on target, 10 corners. I think, yeah, 60% possession, 90% pass accuracy and yeah clean sheets i think are the main thing i might have missed something out there but i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. if you can hit those uh, on the highest difficulties you're getting like three and a half k points a game it's nice as well in in early access if you've got someone to do it with you can get those high points and then you don't have to waste as much time if you're only going for like elite one or something or elite mm, three so it, it will save you a lot of time as well yeah, nice. And uh, Richard, anything to add on squad battles? Um, the, the main thing that I always say is, uh, and this might just be full placebo, but legendary is definitely easier than world class. As soon as you go one nil up on legendary, the AI will just throw bodies forward and they're just really easy to counterattack mm. and pick off. Uh, whereas what I've found on world class is they sort of sit back a little bit more, like they're a bit more reserved. So um, I always go legendary straight away. If you, if you really fancy it, ultimate is genuinely one of the hardest experiences that i've had in fifa playing ultimate against a good team so when i'm playing squad battles in those first few weeks i always just go legendary if they've got like a full bronze team and there's like a right back in goal i'll go to ultimate but when it's like the gold teams and a couple of informs and whatnot i'll always swerve it and, and go straight to legendary yeah i definitely think that's a good point you know and as we've said don't push it i think when you can push it is against teams with poor chem lower rated teams and i think one thing that i would think about if you're planning to refresh before playing all your four matches it's a good way of getting you know a decent point total and still having time to potentially do some other things i think it's worth looking at the chemistry of those teams i think some people just think rating and that's it but the difference it makes i mean a 30 chem team that's 80 rated is almost definitely going to be worse than a 65 rated team with 100 chem. Because remember, 30 chem means those players are actually getting stat reductions and they have players playing out of position as well. Sometimes even maybe a striker, a goalkeeper or something like that. So that's well worth having a look for as well when you're doing this. I think on that though, actually, we are ready to wrap up this pod. You may notice around this time, pods are out later in the week rather than early in the week. Just works better around launch. The other pod this week, the supporter episode, is going to be a connection special, a foot information pod, probably one of the most important pods in terms of improving your gameplay experience. And it's going to be available on the supporter feed, of course, but it may be out a bit late, maybe even next week, because Dave, two left foot server expert, who's been hugely helpful on the previous podcast we've done on this, he's expecting, well, his other half is. So not quite sure when it's going to happen, but we'll see and it'll be there for you to take advice from very soon. If you'd like to get that, if you'd like to become a supporter, support the pod, keep it going, get those bonus podcasts and plenty more too. Just £3 a month. You can do that just by searching Foot Weekly Patron or going to bit.ly slash more pod. If you do decide to support, thank you very much. And thanks to those supporters who already do. And also, of course, thanks to our guest today. Thank you very much to Matt. It's been great to have you on. I know you're streaming. Where can people find you? 
Yes, I'm uh, I'm back on Twitch. Hopefully for a bit longer this year, we'll, we'll try and get past the initial grind and uh, all that good stuff. But yeah, over on uh, twitch.tv slash Trading and also on Twitter as well um, for all the, the latest FIFA news and my wonderful opinions that are never <laughs> controversial. <laughs> Not at all. And we've also had the pleasure of Richard Buckley. It's been fantastic to have you on. As always, where can people catch you at the moment? Uh, you can find me across all social media, uh, at rbuckley98. Nice, nice. Very good. And Hugh, of course, great to have you on. Hubert, where can people catch you? Yeah, thanks for having me. As always, excited to be getting back into making some YouTube videos as the new game gets started. I already got some ideas planned, but... Uh, definitely let me know in the discord or on twitter if you you know have any suggestions especially when the game starts if there's anything that like you really struggle with let me know and i'll try to help you out right yeah and it's h00 bear for those wondering and yeah that wraps us up so thank you very much listener for joining us on this one thank you too if you're supporting the pod and a big thanks to those icon supporters dave b dj fifa player coach vass hugh j thomas alan g alistair martin m jordan matt l Chris W, Dougie, David S, Liam B, Reese A, Harry P, Sam B, Adam G, Neil P, Jake G, Robbie S, Jake S, Damon H, Zach O, Tom B, Stephen F, Eric T, Christopher R, Jonathan P, Elliot M, Lee A, Paul, Johan P, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Kraus, Adam A, Sam P, David C, Brian S, Sila P, Mikael L, Andrew C, Anthony R, Jeff B, Stephen M, Roger D, at pace of a tortoise, Stephen C, Andrew C, Dan W, Pobius, Sporkum, Bronco, Matt H, and Savage P. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Nick V, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you, though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you next time. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.